Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer. I am the dream business coach, and we are currently, as I'm doing the interview, we are on the east coast of Florida, um, right in the middle of April. So this probably airs in about a month time. Stephanie and I will hopefully be moving north toward the Chesapeake Bay, but here we are. I got another fantastic interview for you. Let me tell you about my guest, Carter Wilkinson. He, for the last two decades, has helped the top advisors in the country break their own production records. Who doesn't want to do that? Plus, he works directly with consumers to gain the frontline perspective faced by advisors. As a visionary leader, Carter founded CSI Financial Group about six years ago to bring together advisors and consumers by providing mutually beneficial solutions. The result, the result of this was the creation of CSI's advisor partner platform. It's a revolutionary approach featuring a comprehensive collection of field tested strategies designed to have an incredible impact on customers and their client centric experience, as well as for the advisory partner network. I'm already slightly confused, but I know Carter's going to help me out. Carter, how are you doing today? You know what? I'm doing absolutely amazing, all things considered. Thank you, Jim. I know. We're, as you and I are doing the interview, we're still right in the middle of uh, quarantine. So, but um, <laughs> I think there's some, some good light at the end of the tunnel, but we'll, we'll leave that for another day. But I'm, sure. I'm, I'm always interested because you know I've been doing the show for seven years, and what I hear from a lot of folks is they love to hear a little bit of the backstory before we get into the weeds of the actual business. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, how did you get into the business? Did you... Did you go to college? Did you, you know, become a lawyer and then decide, no, I'd rather be a financial planner? What, what was your route to where you are now? Yeah, you know, and this is usually, <clears throat> there's, there's going to be some point in this story where I'll go, well, you'll read in the book one day because it's way too long of a backstory to give uh, in this short podcast interview. But I will tell you that, uh, you know, I've been a worker bee, if you will. I've been working ever since I was 14 years old, I lied about my age to start flipping burgers at a, uh, a burger joint back in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I then moved out to Phoenix, Arizona, which is where I'm at now, about 25 years ago. And I got out here uh, and I used to be a golf pro. So I was working at a, a private club where I met the mentor that ultimately brought me into the business in this practice about 17 years ago. About six years ago, I decided to go out on my own and try to fill the gap of which, uh, you know, if you can find the need and then fill it, you've got a successful opportunity. So I then started CSI Financial Group to do one thing primarily, and we're target laser focused on this, is to take the advisors that we work with throughout the entire country, independent financial advisors, even some that are captive that are out there working with broker dealers, or RIAs, what we do is we have a proprietary process that we have refined and developed over the last 30 months that solves the client acquisition struggles that they traditionally deal with in this space, all with an estate planning as an educational foundation. 
So that's the quick 30,000 foot overview on how, where I came from back in the day. But I will say one last thing. I was done with school after uh, my requirements of high school mm-hmm. and I decided not to go to college. I was just, like I said, working, trying to find my way. And I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was until even when the word came out. But I always had this, this thing in my gut about working for myself. I didn't really like working for anybody else. Uh, I always had my own ideas that always got shot down because it wasn't the boss's ideas. So ultimately, uh, one thing led to another. And I was just like, you know, I'm just going to go for this thing. I'm just going to lay it all on the line and then see what happens, taking all of my experiences that I uh, gathered over years in in different capacities, if you will. I've been in, you know, Flippin' Burgers restaurant business. I used to be a national trainer for P.F. Chang's uh, back in the day where I met my wife. Ironically, we were celebrating uh, 18 years coming up here in June. So my experience has really been from the street smart experience with this gut and this this idea that I could do this on my own if I had all the um, understanding of being able to do the things that we're doing today. Well, so prior to starting uh, CSI Financial Group, were I might have missed this, but were you in the financial field working for somebody else, or how did how did I mean everybody, every industry, every niche, you know, acquiring new customers is a big challenge. But I agree with you; it's pretty big in that industry. Did you see that by working there or observing it? Or that's a great question, Jim. Um, I used to have nightmares at night. So yes, to answer your question, the gentleman that brought me into the business. Um, 17 years ago is the same kind of company that I then started six years ago. So I got all of my foundational understanding and all the, the struggles that we're talking about. So the thing that kept me up at night was the question I used to get asked on a daily basis is what was considered an internal wholesaler, which is basically just slinging the products that we're, that we're you know, promoting uh, to generate revenue from. They would ask me, Carter, how do I get in front of more qualified people? It was a question that was asked over and over and over ad nauseum. So all of those things that I was trying to be able to solve for even back then, when there weren't the types of technologies and tools that are available to us, especially with what we've got, um, I, I knew that they must be asking those questions for a reason. So that was all my previous experience that led me to try to search out and seek the right type of strategic partnerships that we can then ultimately solve that client acquisition struggle that these advisors were asking me about back in the day in my previous uh, job. Well, number one, I mean, if, if you're an entrepreneur or you have the entrepreneurial gene and you see something, you don't have to invent it. You see something, boy, I can do that a whole lot better. That's usually the basis of a lot of successful businesses. Um, But as I said, acquiring clients, man, I mean, that is, well, it's the biggest expense acquiring a client, a customer or patient, depending on what you do. But in your field, especially, there's so much competition, right? I mean, all the various nationalized and or franchise companies, I mean, they're all, I guess, you know, you see, the, you see some of the movies, you don't know how much is real. Get in there and start dialing the phone. You make a hundred calls, you know, you get this many answers, things like that. So did you kind of figure out a better way and that, and that was the genesis of starting CSI? Um, well, actually, no, I started out CSI with, um, you know, just the fact that I had previous advisors that I'd worked with in the, in the past. I, I had, you know, a book of business, if you will, that 
advisors followed me to where I went. Um, it, I won't get too much in the weeds, but you know, there, there's a lot of early uh, pains and struggles, but it was all relationship based. But I knew the thing was, Jim, that I knew that it couldn't be just the products and services I provided and my cheery disposition that was going to keep guys around or right. gal. Yeah. So I knew that I had to find something that was going to differentiate me in my competitive space because in my space, we're all after all the same different advisors. But then I needed, I knew I also needed to take it one step further and create something that would ultimately differentiate the advisors out there in their super competitive space. So initially, whenever I first started CSI Financial Group, it was just the same thing that everybody does, sling and product, if you will. Okay. But I was always looking for the thing, the differentiator. Like, I've got to find it. So my benefit actually, Jim, was the fact that I didn't have this whole mechanism and uh, I was already successful. I was still trying to, you know, just piece it all together as I went, Uh, you know, started out working from my home, cell phone, dogs barking in the background, right? And, uh, but I was a quote unquote office, 800 number, the whole thing. Well, it ultimately led me to meeting a gentleman that changed our entire trajectory. um, And he created this software that allows us to, implement um, estate plans for the advisors to be able to be right in the middle of that to acquire those clients. And there's this thing called a revocable living trust. I'm sure you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that I quickly did when I was learning my research was not only did he create this software that, by the way, we have exclusive rights to now at the time, he was just trying to get anybody to, to use it more often because they've gone digital from the traditional uh, paper documents, if you will. So everything's all online. Everything's going that direction with digital transformation. So when I, uh, when I met him and started learning everything and I started researching, I found out that 83% of Americans do not have this necessary tool because most people, the conventional wisdom is that estate planning, when they hear that, number one, they automatically hear estate taxes. And of course, nobody really has an estate tax problem right now. Then the other thing is when they hear estate planning, they think, oh, that's only for millionaires and billionaires. Well, you know, clients that my advisors are trying to work with are the everyday Joe Lunch Bucket worked 35 years, you know, has a 401k, million and a half in it. They'll work with those clients every day and twice on Sunday. So, all we had to do is just connect the consumer with education to understand that it's for everybody and that we can bring it to them. And then the advisors now, because they get to be right in the center of it, they get to keep that connection uh, without having to outsource anything by using our systems. Right. So this, so is this software, this is the, uh, this is your proprietary software now? So when I said that you, I had to set up uh, some strategic partnerships, I, I have a partnership with the developer of the software of which we have an exclusive contractual arrangement with that. Okay. Very interesting. So I'm just curious, Carter, what do you think are the biggest challenges that financial advisors face when they try to acquire acquire a new client? Pardon my tongue. Well, I'll I'll tell you the thing that I say on a regular basis, and I have a lot of different recruiting videos that uh, allude to this, but number one, Product is not the unmet need in this industry. So that's their biggest challenge. They're trying to 
make their, you know, you hear about fee compression on a regular basis, right? Well, life insurance, annuities, assets under management, every one of these clients that they're after, most of them, the vast majority, already have a financial advisor. So what makes you any different? I've already got those products. Sounds, like, sounds just like my guy whenever they say it, right? So their biggest struggle is how do they differentiate themselves because the end user consumer, as far as they're concerned, they sound, everybody sounds the same. So that's their biggest struggle that they have is that how to define the true differentiation that they have because the other issue that most advisors have is how do I continue to justify whether it's the fees that I charge or whatever it is in this fee compression because everybody's still after everybody else's clients. So it seems to me, and I could be wrong on this, but it seems to me that one of the biggest hurdles to overcome, and it's not something you overcome with an email or even initial phone call, is building the trust. I mean, short of your doctor, your accountant, or, or you know, your lawyer, your financial planner, I mean, you've got to have an immense amount of trust with that person, true? Well, absolutely. I mean, trust is everything. I mean, we are all in the relationship business. I, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a doctor, attorney, dentist. Uh, if, you, if you're in the business of a hairstylist, you're in the relationship business, right? So, in order to get those relationships, you have to differentiate yourself, again, is my point. And the only way to do that is to, is to find a need and fill it. So, we do educational. In fact, we literally just started doing our virtual educational webinars with what we call our advisor partner network. Um, and we are already seeing success there where clients are doing the appointment setting. We had a 100% success rate on the last webinar that we just did. Now, I don't want that to sound greater than it was. There's only six attendees there, but all six of those households set appointments to set up and do their estate plan. That is the client acquisition piece that starts every one of the processes that these clients experience, what they'll go through. And our advisors we work with, exclusively that they have access to now our entire systems that are completely turnkey and the client experience is elevated to do those three things that I've that I talk about on a regular basis number one elevate the client experience that's what we're doing number two create professional contrast against all the other um, advisors in the communities that you're serving and then three ultimately and probably the biggest part is that it competitor proofs your most ideal clients. So Carter, you, so you mentioned this webinar, which it, by the way, if you got six people and you close five or six, that's pretty impressive. You don't have to have a hundred to have a successful webinar as you've already found out. So is, is taking people from a webinar to a phone call, is that one of the new or kind of the main strategies you're working with? Well, yeah. So, uh, like, literally, we have one coming up tonight at 6 o'clock Central Time. One of our top uh, advisor partners is giving another webinar tonight where he's going to educate clients on why estate planning is so important. He's going to help to demystify what estate planning really is and what it is not. Uh, and then, ultimately, he gives them the call to action while they're on there to go to his calendar to set up appointments. Very cool. What, what do you mean by, I think I, I read this somewhere and I was on your website or somewhere. I, what is multidisciplinary networking? Yeah, uh, thank you for asking the question. Thank you, Jim. That's awesome. So uh, one of the biggest issues that, that I have solved is how do you connect everybody together? So we went piece by piece by piece 
to form a team that the advisor becomes the quarterback of. So we have, when I say multidisciplinary approach, financial, tax, attorneys, um, CPAs, the, the whole thing that a client is going to experience, we bring to the table for the advisor without him. It's sort of like an outsourced, um, you know, everything, all encompassing. So multidisciplinary is like all these different disciplines that are needed for the client to be able to have all of their affairs in order now and into the future. And the advisor doesn't have to know each one of those disciplines. We bring the team together to him that all have a vested interest in his or her success. Very interesting. I'm curious what the average, because I'm all about retention. I used to, I started out in the newsletter business. It's about retaining your clients longer. So what, what is, when you work with a financial planner, is there a certain period of time your average client state, like, you know, the lifetime value of a customer, so to speak? And, and what do you do to extend that? Like, I don't know if it's three years, five years, 12 years, but and do you know what I'm asking? I know exactly what you're asking. Uh, client retention is a huge thing. So the statistics bear this out. Um, when your very best clients pass away, you have a 66 to 98% chance. Let me repeat those numbers. 66 to 98% chance that when your best clients die, assets leave. If followed properly, in fact, I warn my advisors, you might want to make sure these are the ideal clients you want to work with because if done properly, you never lose these clients. Now, there's a lot of devil in the details with what I just said, and I don't want to give away all the secret sauce, but the retention if done properly, is 100% guaranteed to retain the clients and the assets in perpetuity. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Wow. Um, you know, as, as I mentioned when we started the interview, we're kind of in the middle of this whole um, quarantine situation. And, you know, there's a lot of small businesses. I'm sure there's a lot of people. I personally have not looked at my 401k in months. Or I don't know how long. But, you know, do, are your guys, the people that you work with, guys and gals, are they, what's their mindset? Like, I mean, they, are they fearing like, wow, we're going to have a big downturn? Or are you thinking, no, mate, we're going to thrive? Like, what are you doing right now with, you know, to help your team? Well, I'm probably the, um, um, the power of positive thinking, uh, to the nth degree. And it, so, so one of the things is always as a leader, you always have to have a level head. You always have to be optimistic. Now I'm an eternal optimist anyway. Um, but so you, you always just have to, you have to be composed whenever you're messaging or whatever, but you also have to make sure that you're delivering things that can give the assurances for the advisor network that you're working with. So we already are in a space where we have a, a balanced, um, portfolio offering, if you will, to use that terminology sort of loosely. Um, so we're already in a uh, assets under management, but with, at, but with also with protection, principally protected assets using our uh, annuity as, a, uh, as an asset class for protection for a portion of somebody's assets. So we actually already provide sleep well at night uh, insurance. On, on a vast majority of the portion of the clientele that we work with, which are in the boomer and senior market. So a lot of the advisors we work with are working with clients who are either pre-retiree or retirees, or they've been retired for years. Um, you know, they all the way up to 85, 90, 95 years old. So they're already selling the safety aspect of it. But a lot of the advisors that we work with now are more 
comprehensive, holistic planners. So that fine balance between risk and reward, um, we've sort of positioned ourselves to not really be too fearful of it anyway, which allows me to be more optimistic even through this, uh, this trying time. Yeah. Uh, real quick, and the sleep well at night, I mean, is that just some terminology used or do you actually have a program like that? Because that's, that's good marketing if you do. Um, that I, I actually stole that from somebody. I have to give somebody credit on that. Uh, it's not like it's a, a trademark or proprietary or whatever, but we call, we call the process the swan process. Okay. Sleep well at night. So there you go. That's pretty, inc- that's pretty incredible. I'm, I am an eternal optimist myself, Carter. So how do you like with your team? And so there's two levels, right? You, you have to project optimism, confidence, and and courage moving forward to your team, right? And then you also have to, you and your team have to present that to your clients. Is that, is that something you work on all the time? Does that come naturally to you or? It's, it's, you know, it's totally natural. Uh, I don't, I don't even think about it. I mean, I have, you know, look, it's interesting. When I go back to my former life, I had a lot of experience in dealing with what we're talking about right now. When I used to be a national trainer for PF Chang's, uh, now, this goes back, you know, 15, 18, 20 years ago, must now. Wow. Um, but whenever I wasn't nationally trained and opened up uh, stores throughout the country, I was a bartender. Well, as a bartender, it's pretty normal practice to be listening to people's issues. And you, you're the guy slinging drinks. So you're, you're always trying to make them feel better about themselves or whatever. So that was a lot of my training, if you will, for the advisor network that I work with right now. There's a lot of similarities. That is so true. You know, some of the best salespeople in the world are people that had to knock on doors and things like that. So, you know, training that you don't think is uh, apropos is, is sometimes the best training you can have. Um, it, what's one last thought? I got time for one more question. What's one thought you want to leave with people, you know, as they're listening to this about this whole financial package? Because it is scary, right? And people that, well, I don't need a, I don't need a financial advisor or this or the other thing. Like, what's, what's one thing? Of, let's, let's share some of your positivity. Well, I will, I will share this with you that um, I just did a, a live video, um, Facebook live event just not too recent, not too long ago. And there's a song by Gary Allen called um, the, every, every Storm Runs Out of Rain. And we're just in a storm, but every storm runs out of rain. And the song goes on to say that every dark night turns into day. So if I was going to say anything to anybody optimistically and positively is that, you know, we've been around for a long time and this too shall pass. And in every storm, no matter how bad it runs out of rain, you're in Florida. Hurricanes are horrible during the middle of it, right? Yep. But it passes. This too shall pass. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, Carter, what a fun interview. Thank you for coming on. How can people learn more about you, connect with you? And I, I imagine there's probably some financial um, folks listening. So if there's a multiple couple websites, share that or just share one, whatever you want to do. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. You guys can go to my website. I'll make it nice and easy. Uh, CSIfinancialgroup.com you can go to, but you can also just go to CSIFG dot com to make a nice and easy url uh, you can learn more about us our team the things that we do that are unique in uh connecting advisors with clients throughout the country no matter where you're at in the country no matter where the clients are in the country we can connect you so i don't care if you're an advisor in north carolina um and there's a client that needs your assistance through a lot of things that we market on and they happen to be in bismarck 
we can help you to connect with them, uh, especially in this day and age with technology. So yeah, just go to my website, find out more about me. Uh, if you want to call me, um, the phone number's on there. I look forward to maybe hoping, hopefully being able to help somebody out in this trying time when they're, when they're not really sure how they're going to continue growing their practice. We will help you thrive, not just survive. That's awesome. By the way, another good uh, marketing tip, to, in, in case you have trouble spelling the word financial, which is, the, you know, the CSIFG, that's really smart to do that. So anyway, Carter, thanks so much for being my guest this week. Absolutely. My pleasure, Jim. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with uh, Carter Wilkinson. Again, CSIfinancialgroup.com or CSIFG.com to connect with him. You connect with me at GetJimPalmer.com. And I think that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about right now. I'm at, it's the end of the day, and I'm signing off. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.